I'm Muriel. And I'm Nick. And welcome to Hella in Your 30s. This week we bring you the second half of our spontaneous vacation. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome to Hella in Your 30s. This is a podcast for people of all ages except children. All about navigating this dystopian world we live in. Now, if any of you are having a rough day, just fake it. Because I can promise you, Muriel is not feeling as chipper and as positive as that intro would imply. Nick, Nick, Nick. Yes. I am feeling good. I am feeling chipper. Physically... I also feel as if I might be dying. Yeah. But that doesn't stop my attitude from being good. I just had the best mini spontaneous vacation I think I've ever had. It was a romantic juvenation. I <laughs> <laughs> You know I've what I'm saying? It was a like, jubilee. Yeah, I've been smiling for like two days. I felt like I got to know you. I just feel really good. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah. We're back, baby. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I overdid it last night. <laughs> <laughs> we overdid it. And then uh, we woke up this morning. And actually, I woke up to the most beautiful, wonderful positive muriel it was nice and early she wanted to go check the sunrise by the beach well or whatever, i've whatever. been up since 4 30 in the morning <laughs> so it was it was really it was we had this great morning uh and then we checked out of the hotel and drove home and then muriel uh immediately took a like a two-hour nap uh, so here we are my husband is literally the best husband and he's been taking care of me all day and we were driving home and i said i think that I destroyed myself. I have been like, we had talked about like, we had just been taking a break. The pandemic has got to be, we can't be doing pandemic life forever. Yeah. And part of pandemic life is just like eating and drinking all the time. Yeah. But we gained a few pounds. <laughs> we uh, burned ourselves out. So lately we've been like way just chilling on all yes, that stuff. Right. And, you know, I, we haven't been, drinking and you know i've been eating you know we've been eating really well it's just right. been like very nice and i did every possible thing i could do last night and the night before to a just have a raging ibs situation <laughs> <laughs> and b <laughs> Uh, destroy my mind and body. So yeah. I and it's surprised it surprised the heck out of me because while it was happening, I was like, "This is so fun." Yeah, right. I was not expecting the consequences to be this hard the next day. But we're home. We're home. It was so fun. All right. So where we left you guys last was we had just woken up after our first night of debauchery, chilling in bed. It was very cool. It was very, very nice. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We so had that, a lot of expectations yeah. for what the day might hold. And I'm going to say, I think the expectations um, that we exceeded them. So we got to tell you all about this trip because this is I, this was fun and yeah. I really needed it. And I feel super great. Um, we have some restaurant reviews for you. <laughs> We had some wild times. 
So we got some Sunset Beach restaurants for reviews yeah. for you. So if you're interested, get ready to hold on to your ass. And, you know, we got some stories. We got all kinds of stuff. So I feel like we should just get started. Yeah, because, okay, because as soon as we got out of bed where we left you guys last time, we went right to the mother of the stores. We went to the whole thing that beckoned us there, which was the ocean. Yes. It was Mother Earth, mostly water. We wanted to see it up close and personal. <laughs> All the barges were there. It was glorious. We walked down the whole beach. It is uh, definitely junky. There's a lot of garbage. There's a lot of garbage washing up on that beach. There's also a very strange black, what I would call soot or... It's like tar. There's oil fields on either side of Sunset <laughs> Beach, so I think it's like it's, oil it's product, weird, byproduct. Yeah, black grit sand. Well, uh, it also like turns your feet black, <laughs> yeah. so there's that, but... Tons of families. Yes. Awesome family vibes. Really good family vibes. Super cute kids. Happy people on vacation. You the know what awkward I mean? teenager trend did not end. Oh. It was just everywhere. It was everywhere. Though they seem a little happier at the beach. These poor vampires. They were just <laughs> like, my body is just is like ruining my life right now. But they got on the beach and they're like, well, this is kind of fun. Yeah, right. Uh, that was really fun. I will say it reminded me a lot of Coney Island. Like, I remember when we went to Coney Island, which is one of my favorite places in the world, and I went there. Yeah. It was really fun because it was cheap. Yeah. And what you got were families were like, this was not, like, I broke the bank to go here. Right. Like, so you get, I don't know, I guess I just feel like more families who are just like working class families yeah. who are having a great time. Yeah. Because the stuff that they're doing is not like blowing all the money for a vacation for a year. Right. It's just a relaxed sort of like staycation, fun place to bring the kids where yeah. like food costs a normal amount and it's not Manhattan prices. Yeah. And I just feel like I, I could be projecting. Yeah. But I did feel like people are just when it's like a little cheaper, not so precious. Yeah. It just feels like families are having way more of like, like parents are happy and it's relaxed. Yeah, totally. And that's the vibe that I got. Like people are packing sandwiches and coming out to the beach and it yeah. was just tons of families and like everybody just seemed so happy to be there and relax. Like we didn't really see any people fighting or, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So I thought that was really cool. It was beautiful. It was also a gorgeous day and it wasn't super crowded. No, no, it was yeah. beautiful. So we got to take like this big long walk. We talked. We talked. We connected on so many things. And we just like got to talk and like not without an agenda or anything. Yeah. And then we walked until we got to the end of the beach, which it terminates into a crazy oil field that says don't go well it's here. all military shit there's like a huge warship and lots of garbage lots of garbage it was pretty crazy and then when we came back we accidentally walked into a gated community yeah i guess it's called like surfside california there was no signs that said you couldn't walk there well i think that the reason was is because there was gates open because um there were people working like construction yeah. workers coming in and out and we were just like walked in and that was kind of weird it was it was like this super manicured row of houses basically it's just like one street between two houses two yeah. sets of houses one is 
literally on the beach and the other is not. Yeah. And it was, it was weird too. Cause some of the houses were like kind of old and funky and kind of like sea shanty. Yeah. Vibes. Yeah. And then a lot of them were not huge, but had like McMansion vibes. It was odd. And, and people kept staring at us. It's like, why are these people looking at us? It's like, cause you're in our house. <laughs> yeah, right. and, uh, now I understand. Yeah. Uh, but we accidentally did that. So that was cool. And then we realized what we did was we were walking out and this guy painting a fence just stared at us. For, like we're obviously just like, beach bum tourists yeah, like we're just yeah, like walking yeah. around without any shoes on uh but then we went out and uh and you know what was sick this what? is mike i loved what first of the restaurant reviews yeah. we were walking around and i just smelled something that smelled really good yeah and we didn't have any agenda and we walked up and there was this great mexican spot taco outside. surf baby taco, or surf taco surf taco and it was like tons of people and they had all this indoor furniture outside yeah you right. know? they just moved their whole shit outside yeah and, yeah and they had a big tent and a bar set up outside yeah. and they were playing the craziest dance music for like <laughs> not anybody in no there. one was dancing that was not the demographic <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it was so great and then we got to sit and watch another glorious uh Mother father combo with three incredibly awkward, wonderful teenagers. They were so awkward. <laughs> it was so amazing. Yeah. It was just we were watching them. We were just like, "Whoa, what's gonna happen next?" You know, there was something about that couple that kind of reminded me of us. Also, yeah, me too. We and were I, staring at them pretty yeah, hard. I was like, I was really watching these people. I was like, that could be us. Yeah. you know, we'll get another margarita, please. They were also drinking, and when they got up to go, I was like. God bless. I want to give you guys all the blessings in the world. I know that I would not be drinking if I drank as many margaritas, or I would not be driving if I drank as many margaritas as that. They were <laughs> tough. They were stiff margaritas. We were sitting there and I was like, this is it. This yeah. is a beach bar yeah. with shrimp quesadillas. It's manufactured to seem like a shack. It, and it felt like a shack. And it felt like, in the, you know, it was like cheap. LA is expensive as hell. So this yeah. is like relatively cheap for like California food. And yeah. it just felt like a real, and everyone was nice to us. There were dogs everywhere. I was like, yeah. And then we had, you know, we were like, oh, we'll just have a, we'll just have a house margarita. And she's like, okay. And we had our like shrimp quesadilla. And she came back. She's like, can I get you anything else? I was like, I think I'm going to have a Cadillac. <laughs> Just like feeling myself so hard. I know we were sitting there talking about our screenplays and all of our creative uh, endeavors. And like li like really like talking about it and like not a, oh my God, how do we get this done way? But yeah. like in a like excited, you know, just that. This is why this is personal to me kind of way. Yeah. Like, I want to do this, but it needs to incorporate like these five things. And these are like the six, you know, powerful metaphors that really drive the story forward. Yeah. Oh man. And also just to add, when we were walking down the beach, we were talking about just like some, like some, like a political, like politics. And we were talking about, um, uh, like kind of the difference between like anti-racism training and like, like anti-racist policies yeah. and how their relationship between the two and what people are focused on these days. And you were so smart. Because you just read a lot and you listen to good political podcasts. And so you had all this really interesting stuff to say. And I was just like, damn, I'm just talking. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you really have thought about this and have like very interesting things. Well, I wish I had known you were going to say that because I would have a, some sort of funny uh, comeback to, I guess. A uh, compliment? Just take it, Nick. <laughs> know, Jesus Christ. To somehow, 
you know, deflect that. No, it was just really cool. I was like, well, well, that's I, was, nice. I was like, he's handsome and he's smart. Look at that. <laughs> he's pretty and he's cute. So we had margaritas. We had shrimp quesadillas. We had more epic conversations. More epic conversations. Walk back. Well, also, one thing I didn't say is, okay, so you guys remember, we're servers. Here's a short story. I just decided we're going to tip every server we have, like, 50%. <laughs> We've just been, I was like, it's, this is going to be expensive. We're Because you because it's, sorry, we're just building it into the cost of our life to tip these people super fat. And the first night we were there, when we were at the karaoke bar, Tip the lady super fat and then she acted hella weird about it. And well, like, she might just right, be like, Oh, they're swingers. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, they must want something out of this situation. Was, yeah, that was a little weird. Stop but rubbing your eyes. Stop, 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 stop rubbing oh, your eyes. It feels so good though. Ow. Okay, great. And you're okay. done. Okay, good. I chose so to anyways, do that. Okay. <laughs> I tipped that lady fat and I was just like, We're just, I, that was a lady when I really decided we're just, we're going big. Well, we don't eat. I mean, we basically don't eat out at all just because of COVID and also (laughs) restaurant PTSD and also being broke. So it's like the, the money we've saved from like, just not doing that ever. I was like, well, let's we're spend not all of that money right now <laughs> on these servers. You know? And it wasn't that expensive, but it was really fun. And also we were just like, oh man, everyone got it. at least a $20. Tip. <laughs> if it was less than 20, if 50% was less than 20 bucks, then I gave him 20 bucks. <laughs> I, I was like, fuck it, man. We're, we're, we're just going for it. And because also she wasn't our server, but that other lady there, she was like maybe 60 with the eye makeup. Oh, she I looked was, good too. And she, she had just that vicious energy of like, I'm I'm going to do a good job and be cool, but not smile. And I just related to her so much. Well, we walked in and she just turned her. She's beautiful. Yeah. She's like this, like just a beautiful woman. She's really tall. She was wearing like these ultra short, like bleached white Daisy Dukes yeah. and a tank top. And she was hot and she just turned to us and, put her long arms in the air <laughs> like come inside i'll give you a hug <laughs> without yeah, right. smiling or saying anything <laughs> yeah, right. from really far away it was so funny we yeah. were just like well we have to go here now i can't turn around and walk away she didn't we were like maybe 50 feet away well because they were like the whole outside patio is in a parking lot we weren't sure if we also walked in that way yeah right come to mama she literally just put her arms out like (laughs) this without making her that change just stone faced yeah right and then we came in sat down loved them and then our waitress was so nice that i was gonna tip her fat anyways but i was like just in case they're pooling i'm gonna tip super extra fat And then that just started, I just didn't stop doing that the whole rest of the time. We, it was, it's just like a tithe um, to the restaurant gods and yeah, the right. world and, you know, whatever. Right. You can't fix it. I'm American. Just throw a tip at it. <laughs> uh, and we walked home. We stole boogie boards from the children. They have some reserve, but we made sure to pull them out of the thing and keep them in a hotel well, room. Well, this is hilarious because the guy who runs this hotel we were like, well, how do we get the beach stuff or whatever? And he was like, I just use like, you know, some people ask me what I charge to for the beach towels and the beach chairs. And he says, what I said is I charge you for the room and everything is included. Yeah. He was really proud and weird. I was like, okay, cool. So is it just first come first serve? Like he's still not explaining how it works or <laughs> offering much information. I mean, I think what he's saying is like, there's a bunch of junk under the stairs. <laughs> yeah. You can take it. Don't yeah. complain to me if it's not there or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. You're not paying for it. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I know that this dude just started 
collecting that shit because people were leaving him behind. He had a lost and found. And it's then a- he suddenly he was just like started going down to the beach maybe and finding extra like coolers or whatever. No, he's, it's totally a lost and found. I mean, yeah. they were like just broken up boogie boards and an old cooler. They're just like tossed in a big pile <laughs> under the stairs. But that was sick. So we went down there. We got our boogie boards, got our beach towels. And got one of the coolers. Yeah, got one of the coolers. And then we, I brought some Coke Zeros and also some wild turkey. And I was like, okay, I'll put some wild turkey in these Coke Zeros because now we have this ice cooler. We're bringing it down to the beach. Yeah. So I'm sitting there pouring the wild turkey into the Coke Zeros. And I was like, man, this, these are just like not strong enough. You know, like I just like, I was like, I didn't, these are not, not going to be really stiff. And I looked and I had poured like half of the bottle into these. <laughs> well, I know because I had it. When we were down at the beach after we were done swimming, we were just like having our little like cocktails on the beach. It was very fun. And I was like, damn, <laughs> <But> <laughs> Nicholas. Was, I'm so stupid. Like I was watching myself pour it in and it didn't seem like anything. Right. And afterwards, you see the bottle that is now half gone. Yeah, it was you. That was probably the beginning of the end for me. I don't know. It, that was good. Yeah, it was, was very fun. Well, definitely the two margaritas at lunch were the, was the beginning of the end. I but did this, that. I did that. And I did the Coke Zero. Wild I said, Nick looked at me and he was like, you're getting a Cadillac margarita. I was like, I'm living life. He's like, I guess I'll have one too. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, oh, so dumb. Because okay. that's the, like the joy of not drinking for a long time. Then you have a drink and you're faded. Right. You're just like, yeah, baby. <laughs> but that does turn into lowered inhibitions and yeah. poor choices. So then we went to the beach and we had had two margaritas. <laughs> and for some reason, I really thought that you were going to die in a riptide. <laughs> I was, you, you, were, you had so much joy. I can't swim. Yeah. Like I can swim a little you bit. You can swim better than you give yourself credit for. Yeah, but I. You've never had to put it to the test. I know what my limit is and mm-hmm. it's very, very short. Like <laughs> I, I can't, I'm not a good swimmer. Yeah, I your choke. limit is the rope at the pool that <laughs> tells me not to children go. are and where the deep end exactly. is. Exactly. I'm not a great swimmer, but I'm good with paddle boards. Yeah. I'm good with floating devices, but we went out there and it was pretty wild. Like there were some real waves. It was rough. And yeah. You had, you were so jazzed up. What's well, my favorite thing. I love jumping around in the waves. I know. And you just started going out there and I was like, you have to stay by me. I can't rescue you if you go get stuck. And I go, people died. I just kept <laughs> saying that. I was like, it happens. People die. In but the here's the thing is you're, you're the way you're explaining the story is not fully accurate because from my point of view, you were saying that, but you also knew that you also wanted to go out there. So you were saying that, but it was only in like, um, it started to get less and less like warning or some sort of, you know, nervous Nelly energy and more and more like, well, you know, people die. But I think I'm going to go out there too. I, I did. I had to go out. I was like ankles, knees, feel it out. How strong is this yeah. thing? Where can I go? Where are the waves breaking? Are we close to somebody who might be able to rescue you? We want to be like kind of upstream from the surfers, yeah. probably help you. And, you know, and then I got there and I was like, okay, this is hella fun. And it was fun. It was so fun. I love jumping around the waves. And I think you're right. I don't think we've done that since this leave. Cause we, I think we went to the beach once or twice during pandemic, but we haven't gone swimming at the beach since the pandemic. No, because it was cold and yeah. the water was like the temperature of the air it was wild. It was so nice. Well, the other thing that was freaking sweet was <laughs> these surfers. And it's not windsurfing because windsurfing like has a sail attached to the surfboard. I think it's kite surfing. These people with these huge kites. Yeah. 
being, you know, like pulled from the force of the wind with these kites mm-hmm. and they were just like cruising and they would like jump in the air and kind of like fly through mm-hmm. the, that looked fun as hell. I was like, that is going to be my midlife crisis, extreme sports move. That I love that. Fun. You'd have to build up some core strength. You'd have to get really ripped, but that's also a that's part fine. of my life crisis. And you would crisis. have to wear a life jacket for me. Don't. Just think about it. Just do it. <laughs> You'd have to wear a life jacket for me, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. just build that into the cost. It looked fun as hell. I have, I'm sure it's hard to do, and I don't know if to go from like literally never being able to skateboard or surf or anything to that is a completely unrealistic step. Like I don't know what baby steps would take me to get there. I'd love to see you do it without any preparation. <laughs> no, I would just, I mean, I just, I wouldn't even make it out there. Like I, to me, I would just probably get dragged across the beach with the kite in my hand or something, you know, <laughs> be funny though. just with all the garbage seagulls just in my teeth or whatever. We had so much fun, man. And then like, there are all these characters at the beach. Like there's fa- like one family was just like, all these teenagers and they were starting to come out like they were like thawing a little bit you yeah, know yeah from and, their ice cold vampire freeze and they were like running up on the beach like ah! and then they were playing volleyball and they were really cute and they had like a stereo system and they were playing great music and then there was this lady she was my beacon so she oh, was vibing yeah, because <laughs> well, the way the beach is is like the beach is up here where you put all your stuff and then it's a pretty steep like little hill or whatever to where the water is yeah right? there's like a big bank basically yeah, yeah, yeah. so we couldn't really see where our stuff was but there was this lady who was posted on the bank just like vibing out like looking off into the ocean watching the surfers looking at the barges probably having all the epic thoughts that we were having i think also. she must have been on acid or something you thought she was on she yeah. was just like super just chilling and I think she had like a teenage daughter. I think that was totally her teenage daughter who was hilariously like removed from her and up on top of the bank like with her earbuds and they were she was like being a little like emo teenager. Right. Kid. And they didn't seem like they were fighting. They just seemed like they were vibing but yeah. separately like having their moment. Yeah. And uh, she got wiped out <laughs> by the waves. Yeah. Hard. We were like, she's our spirit guide. Like, she, like wherever she is, like she's centered and peaceful and good. And we can, we'll know where our stuff is based on her energy and all this shit. And then I just looked over because she, she was sitting there facing the thing you know and the next thing i know her ankles are like above her head like she got like knocked she, over like backwards somersault yeah, style yeah she got wasted she got wasted by a wave that was pretty funny and then she, then she was like laughing kind of like trying to get it and then the next one wiped her out again and then her ass got up and left she was like i'm sit down here she was very she was super funny she then she she the reason why i think she was i don't think she was doing anything she was looked great and you know whatever they looked safe, but she was definitely just staring. vibing super hard. Well, she was staring off into space like hard, and then like she's not. She didn't have like later I realized she didn't have a lot of spatial awareness. Like the family was playing volleyball, <laughs> and she just stood like I don't too know, too close, way too close, like twelve feet away, ten feet away, just staring at them playing volleyball for like. 30 minutes. A really long time. I was like, ooh, girl, this is a little awkward. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty funny. And then there was another guy, too, who's super weird. He wasn't doing anybody any harm. Yeah. But he was another one who I was like, he had that little meth edge to him. He was, yeah, he, yeah, he was, he was moving doing a something. little too aggressively for like literally no reason. Like he was, did you see him like setting up like he was going to start? I thought he was setting up in a weird way to sprint into the water. Like he was on the starting line. He was doing stuff like that. Like yeah. when we were in the water, yeah. he, um, 
was he like meticulously drew a line from the bank to yeah. the shore yeah, with his yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah. And then he got up to the edge like he was going to do something really crazy. And then he turned around and he like took his foot and like meticulously erased. He was moving in like right angles and like yeah. erased the line and like, you know, jogged back to his blanket, like sat in the blanket. And I was like, well, you've got some internal logic happening here. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, he was pretty intense. And he ended up being cool. He had a bunch of Doritos. He came over. He was like, do you know what time the park closes? And it was like a packed park at four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I was like, he was like, is there a curfew? We were like, I don't know, man. He's like, okay. And then when we're leaving, he goes, it's 10 p.m. We're like, what? He goes, the curfew's 10. We're like, all right, boy, thanks, We man. did not ask you. <laughs> we did, that was not our question. That was your question, my friend. <laughs> I think we actually saw him later. I think he was the one that came to the pizza spot at the end of the night. Oh, spoiler alert. Of course, we finished again another night with pizza. But It was the only place open. And, well, we have lots of things to talk about yeah, about yeah. that. So, but the beach was the reason we went out there and it was, and it completely delivered and it was so romantic and I love jumping around the waves with you. And I love, I just loved it so much for, you know, we had to move places cause the first spot too close to the edge of the bank was just like getting blasted with sand. Like mm-hmm. that was horrible. And then we found a better place further up after we had gone swimming where the wind wasn't so vicious and it was just like so wonderful. And we talked about life and we talked about our family and, it was it was completely rejuvenating. I, I loved every moment of it. Me too. It was really good. And then after we had that really romantic, you know, afternoon, um, we went back. <laughs> and that's when we just decided, let's ruin it with debauchery. Let's just go be complete maniacs. Well, it was really fun. We, you know, we just, you know, showered. We went out. <laughs> we wrecked that bathroom. I know. It was we were just covered in that black garbage sand. I don't know what else we could have done well they have a shower in the parking lot that i think you're supposed to maybe rinse off at i did see a family like throwing their children one at a time and i forgot about that i had i was i was off some other shit i was (laughs) off my wild turkey coke zero situation i was like yeah (laughs) well it was really fun to shower there too because we got the like ada compliant like it was just a it was like basically like they have (laughs) <laughs> they have a bunch of expensive rooms and then they have some cheap rooms, right? That are like near the road. Yeah. And they were out of cheap rooms. And the last one was an ADA compliant room and they have a bunch of ADA compliant rooms. So it's yeah. not like we took the only one yeah. and they don't say anything like you can't book this room. And if I didn't book it, then we would pay like way more money for this fake ass. All we did was thing. got the cheapest room available, but it happened to be like a disability, you know, a bathroom with, so there's like not a tub in it or whatever. Right. So it has like a big shower that you can just like walk into right? and some other things. And when we checked in, it's like the weird, this guy was so weird. That weirdo guy was like, who, who checked this in was like, looked at me and he goes, are you disabled? <laughs> and I was like, I don't think you're supposed to ask He was like, me yeah, that. he was like, I mean, do you need the ADA bathroom? And I was, like, well, I was like, it's just the last cheap room. I, like, that's why I booked it. Yeah. Is that a problem? And he's like, no, no, but you know, we do have Ocean View King Suites. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, 
we just wanted the cheapest room. And then, I, like, to me, I'm like, if you want, you can give us another room for the same rate. Yeah, I'd be like, you know, I'm we're plugged. actually going to move you to a different room. It's actually a better room. I won't charge you more, but we like to keep these bathrooms open for people who actually need them. Right. Which also, he's not supposed to be asking that of us or anyone. I know. I was just like, you know, and he goes, oh, I see. So you, <laughs> he goes, so you just wanted a cheap room. And I was like, I think this is like the eighth time I've told you that. Like, yeah. why are you making this? an issue and then he's like you know well we do have a park view available as well and i just was like i think we just wanted i go we just wanted a nice cheap vacation yeah <laughs> that's why we're here and he's like okay uh weirdo yeah anyways we definitely put that uh shower to the test was, we really <laughs> we went off that was our party room we, that was that and we left <laughs> so so dirty. Okay, anyways, so we got all fresh and so clean. We got all cute, and we went to our first place with an absolute game plan of doing some legit bar hopping. Yes, so now we're going to move into the restaurant review portion. Hey, hey, y'all, it's time for an ad. Boom, two weeks in a row, we're, t- we're taking another moment to represent our murder podcast. It's called Muriel's Murders, and it's hilarious. And Muriel does a ton of research, man. It's really intense, and she tells crazy-ass stories. And I think true crime is uh, like a weird thing to obsess over, and it's very disturbing to me that Muriel's been listening to murder podcasts for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually do really love it when she tells me about whatever she's been listening to. And that was sort of the genesis of why we started Muriel's Murders is because I do get a huge kick out of Muriel telling me shit, just the way she likes to hear about baseball from me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyways, listen to Muriel's Murders. It comes out on Wednesdays. It'll have- be super fun. I blow Nick's mind every week. I just pick stories that I think he'll like, and it's just a really good time. Yeah, and a lot of people that are really into true crime have been hitting us up and letting us know like, oh, you know, you guys do do stories that are a little off the beaten path and we appreciate your angle, blah, blah, blah. And we get a lot of feedback from people who have never listened to true crime before or just generally don't really like it and feel like this one is really accessible and sort of fun for them. So, you know. If you like us, check it out, baby. Yeah, that's it, baby. Muriel's Murders. Okay, first things first, almost none of the restaurants have websites at all. Yes, they're very, uh, a handful of them have websites and the one that we went to has the most Yelp reviews and their website is like a weird landing page and then just different uh, blurry photographs of their menu board. (laughs) Yeah, like an iPhone or like a flip phone photo of the the wall that has their menu on it. Right. And if you zoom in, it's too pixelated to read. So that was, we were like, let's go there, man. People love that place. Now this place was run by teenagers. God bless them. So this for sure, I tipped them so fat. (laughs) This for sure is like a pandemic restaurant that is, is like understaffed. Yeah. And there is a girl who I know was, under 20 because she couldn't actually pour us our beer or wine like ringing stuff up yeah and then this guy was the quote-unquote manager and he was just like a surfer bro he had like the blonde hair the curly blonde and he hair was and great and everything yeah. they were both everyone was wonderful but they were in way above their head the window behind them was full of food the patio was like full they had like one busser trying to run food the, and they and had it was- great 
uh, attitude. They had great attitude. Like the guys, like I guess, uh, like they were out of everything. Yeah. Also, like yeah. everything we tried to order, they were out of, and they were just really sweet. Like by the fourth time we tried to order something, they're like, "Oh, we're out of that." Da 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 da. Then I tried to order like a glass of Prosecco and they were out of that because I got oysters, which I was really excited about. I've been thinking about them for days. I got a dozen oysters and uh, they were out of that wine. And so the the guy who's the manager is like, listen, bro, like I'm the manager here. He's like, I'm just a glorified busboy, but we're just not going to charge you for this wine. I'm like, all right. right. (laughs) Because that's the way you should do it. That you're is the out way of, you should do Yeah, it. if you get to the point where like <laughs> somebody's trying to order food and you're out of all of the things yes. and you're out of your wine, they were just like, they were like, what do you want? I'll just get you a different kind of wine. And I was like, I guess the 79 block, I'll just do the cheap one. And they're like, looked at me and they're like, this one's better. <laughs> and just gave me this. Yeah, yeah. Hello, right? And then we sat down. This was like a seafood place. It's called Fish Camp. Oh, yeah. We have to say what it is. It's called Fish Camp. Yeah. You will not find a decent website, but it's super cute. Yeah. And they have a big outdoor area. And I wanted a bunch of stuff that they didn't have any of. I know. They were sold out of all the things I wanted. So we ended up just getting some fried calamari and, oh, and the oysters. And the oysters. Now, let me tell you something. (laughs) Those oysters came to the table and I... I literally almost died laughing. The whoever shucked these oysters, I've never seen this happen before. They destroyed them. Yeah. <laughs> they were whoever did it took a knife, stuck it in there, and just went. <laughs> <laughs> they were like cut, chipped, chipped, cut to pieces, full of shells. But the oysters themselves were in like nine pieces. Yeah, every single one of yeah, them. Yeah, they were they <laughs> jacked them up. They jacked them up so hard. Well, it was I weird too because the oysters that. were so good. The, it was good, fresh. They tasted great. So Obviously, they're freshly shucked. So <laughs> they just put them in a blender. Yeah. yeah, it was weird because I've never had. I mean, I've never seen oysters that poorly shucked ever. But I could imagine that happening at a place that doesn't do seafood or oysters, but they have oysters on the menu maybe. But these were like legit, delicious, great oysters. At a place called Fish Camp. Which is a weird name, by the way. I know. Fish I, Camp? That doesn't, I, what? doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And in a seaside town, you know, and I saw probably three plates of oysters come out when I was there. I mean, they're yeah. selling them. Yeah. And somehow something happened. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody got a charge to shuck it with oysters and everybody's like, wow, they're open. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. God bless them, man. It's just a pandemic. I think back at house, people are just like quitting. It's super hard. It's yeah. really stressful. It's like a really rough time to be working restaurants at all. Oh, of course. And like, we we just ate them. Yeah, we you know, but It was delicious. It, they were delicious. They were full of shells. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. eat oysters, like the whole thing, if you're not like a big oyster eater, like the whole thing is like, you open them up you throw away the tiny ones. One of them was like was the tiny. size of a penny. Yeah. <laughs> you throw away the tiny ones. Which if you're ordering 12 and one of them basically isn't there, like right. that's that's a big no That's a big, like there's a lot of like things that you do, like yeah. when you're a restaurant that sells oysters and there's just like, like you don't have to make a big production out of it. But the things that you need is they need to be cold and on ice, obviously. They need to be fresh. And essentially what you do is you pop the shell, you... Uh, get in there and pop the shell and then you cut the, what do they call it? The abductor muscle. There's like a little muscle Mm -hmm. that keeps the oyster kind of in the shell. Right. 
and so you just kind of slide out. Yeah. So like yeah. what you want in your oyster experience, if you're not familiar, is to take the oyster, put a little mignonette or something on it, or like a, like whatever little sauce they have, horseradish cocktail yeah. sauce, and then you take it and you gently slide the little plump oyster in your and mouth, you slurp it down. Yeah, and it's like one, it's all whole. Yeah, because <laughs> like you don't want to be like taking these shells. <laughs> Taking your time, then just stabbing the oyster—that's insane. It was just the funniest thing of like, whoa, whoa, pretty crazy. And yeah. then the calamari was, you know, probably been in the fryer for like forty-five minutes. <laughs> it was basically like crazy pencil erasers. Yeah, but they had a smile on their face. They were working. And- God bless them, man. Those kids had good ass attitude. Yeah, and they 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 had great attitudes, and I'm yeah. sure that 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 they get blasted on a daily basis from people who are mad. Like there's just no way. Like while we were there, there was an eight top or nine top and like they just straight up didn't get their food. Like they didn't get their food when we left. Yeah. And we came in way after that. It was rough. It is not a good time, especially if it's like vacation central and tensions are high because everyone wants to have a good time and all this stuff. And And it's expensive. Like it's like that place in particular, just because seafood is really expensive. It was pricey. It was not cheap. yeah. Yeah. I mean, the oceans are dying and, Things are expensive, you know, so whatever. But it Ooh, was... I had a really deep thought when we were on the beach thinking what? about the ocean dying. What? I was yeah. thinking like the um, earth is becoming its own zombie apocalypse, meaning the earth, the ocean is becoming a zombie. Like we've killed it and now it is this dead thing that is coming for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was wild. Oh, you should have told that uh, crazy guy that thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, he 10 p.m. What? The curfew's 10 p.m. Cool. The ocean's a zombie. Yeah, man. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> okay, so Fish Camp, I would give it service, five stars. Yes. Oysters, <laughs> I would give it two stars because they were fresh and it was an experience I had never had before. Yeah, right. It was like um, chopped, chopped, chopped oysters. I couldn't believe they did that. They were good oysters. <laughs> chopped them up. That was so weird. Just a fucking <laughs> oyster slurpee. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay, so we love that place. Yeah. Ooh, we were hot. We were walking, and we ended up going to Captain Jack's. Which I think is probably the most classic spot in the whole town. We were really excited about Captain Jack's. Yeah. Although when we walked it, I don't know if you noticed that, there was like a, a bunch of kind of you know, people in their like sixties and seventies yeah, getting yeah, into like yeah. an Escalade, yeah. And the uh, the guy was holding this to go container with crab legs in them. Yeah. He goes, "Ha, huh, that was really expensive." <laughs> I was like, well, as he's getting into his luxury SUV. I know, and I was like, "Well, if he thinks that's expensive, <laughs> we are in for a very scary time." And boy, were we! Oh man. Okay, so we got there, and the idea was just to get some appetizers and some drinks or whatever. So we get on the list, and they're like it's gonna be forty-five minutes. They're like, "But you can be in the lounge in the bar where you get appetizers and drinks." We're like, "Perfect, that's all we wanted." So I would say decor, decor. What's the word? Yeah, decor uh, was ten <laughs> out of ten. I love this place. It's like one of those old school dive bar, seaside. You know, kind of like old. Um, steakhouse too yeah. like this almost like a 1960s style like yeah. the kind with the big leather booths and the small tables yeah. like a jazz club or something yeah but also like the uh i don't know 
captain's quarters of a ship. Yeah, right. And there's like aquariums all over the walls with clownfish in them. That was really cool. And the ceilings are really low. So you're like walking into a cave. It was great vibes. And the servers there were also awesome. They were so nice. Yeah. Now, we got... I wanted to get my shrimp because it was out of fish camp. Right. And so we got... We were like, listen, it'll be the splurge. We're going to get this $19 shrimp cocktail. Yeah. Like, you know, that's dumb, but whatever. But if it's a big ass pile of shrimp, I mean, I'd pay 20 bucks for a big ass pile of delicious shrimp. Yeah. I mean, in LA, you know, if you get peel and eat shrimp, it's usually like 20, mid 20s for yeah. a, a half pound or yeah. something. So it's pricey. We're used to, I'll spend some money on shrimp. If it's I mean, good shrimp, yeah. you know, like that's great. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, whatever. So anyway, so we get it. And it is four shrimp that have been completely mangled. <laughs> I think they used the, the shards of, of oyster shell from fish camp to, to clean out right, these or, shrimp. Or that guy's just like working a double. He's like, oh, gosh, shuck a lot of oysters today. Got to get over to Captain Jack's and peel some shrimp. He's definitely the dude from the beach. He's the curfew dude He's from the like beach. Edward Scissorhands back there. He's like, like, are you guys hiring? He's like, yeah, no, I, I brought my own knife. It's yeah. just like a needle. <laughs> what a weirdo. Uh, that was really, really funny. We just were like, oh, my God, this is so hilarious. And then I ordered um, oyster shooters, which are pretty fun. And that's typically a shucked, like, fresh oyster. Yeah. And a shot glass with cocktail sauce in it well hot sauce yeah and then she's like you want vodka in there and i was like sure whatever <laughs> this is another moment muriel could have probably uh take the foot off the gas <laughs> she did not anytime anybody's like you want that i'm like yeah i'm on vacation <laughs> yeah. so then she brought us these oyster shooters <laughs> and it was like an old this <laughs> <laughs> was well i did i should have i should have looked closer before i got involved but I just took it and basically just, it was a cheap shot of vodka. And I was like, I kept waiting for the rest of it. And I looked and the whole, whole rest of everything was just compacted, like smushed down it was into the bottom like of the shot glass. Picture just an incredibly thick cocktail sauce and then an oyster jammed into the cocktail sauce that felt very dry and weird. Like the whole, I was like, has this oyster been sitting out? Like yeah, what's yeah. going on? And then... Just the cheapest vodka in the world just poured on top. And so when you do it, it's just a shot of really gross, sort of ketchup-y, like, warm kind of <laughs> cheap vodka. And then the rest of it's just stuck in the bottom of the glass. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Somebody tell me what's going on. <laughs> Why are you selling this? Yeah, Just right. take it off the menu. This is horrific. It was not cheap. It was not cheap. I had a glass of wine. You had a... Uh, well, I, I had a Godfather, which I will say was only eight fifty. That's very cheap, especially considering it was a gigantic glass of Scotch and Amaretto. <laughs> it was huge. Now, this is something that I think might be catching up to me. My whole life, I've always kind of poo-pooed this idea of like, you're not supposed to like mix liquors or like beer before liquor and never been sicker, blah, 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 like all that shit. I always thought that was kind of BS, like wine. Like who cares? Have some wine now, mix it up. Oyster shooter. (laughs) But at this point in the night, I could tell this was, this is when I really realized I had started making mistakes. Cause at this point we had had margaritas, wild turkeys, then beer at fish camp, 
and then this oyster shooter vodka thing and then i was just drinking this like sweet amaretto scotch cocktail yeah and i i, I started to get the i started getting that that uh you know when you're trying to get the the chainsaw started you just keep blowing that thing and it's not you know it's not starting up yet i started getting that my brain was just like here we go baby we're pulling this string and uh and it was that was a that was a very gigantic drink i i the girl next to us got that pina colada it must have been 40 ounces that was a huge pina colada. I honestly didn't really understand the food and beverage program. I think they just get people trash and then charge them like a hundred dollars for a steak. I was like, we're I don't I do not want to look at their dinner menu. Yeah, we were gonna go eat there because we were like, well, this will be our fun dinner. Yeah. And the <laughs> here's the thing. I'm not trying to say like, oh, shrimp cocktail is this like really like gorm- I mean, it's a fun dish, but it's like, you know, it's kind of a dated thing or yeah. whatever i don't i'm not trying to be like but that's the kind of thing that's the perfect example of like if you get this and it's not good and this is a seafood restaurant i am not going to give you any more money for yeah, food yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah, is yeah. this is this relation it's like that's one of the most important things for them to get right yeah because sure. it's the kind of thing you'd order at the bar and if that thing had been even if it had just been four, but they had been like beautiful beautifully cooked for sh- giant shrimp yeah like I would have been like, this is kind of fun. This like, I want to see good. what's going on. If the yeah. oyster shooter had been good. But yeah. I'm not going to go and be like, you know, pay like $30 for some overcooked clams or something. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Right. I was just Hell like, this no. is not working. So we ended up leaving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they also had a weird system where like, it was so funny. I always feel like this about restaurants. What? I've worked in them for like, you know, obviously almost 20 years. And sometimes restaurants just have a policy that nobody understands. You mean from a customer's perspective? From a customer's perspective. And it's always funny to me when, you know, when you have, let's say over the course of the night, literally every table in the lounge who moves to a table in the dining room is baffled by what you're doing. Then maybe your system is insane. They were just doing this thing. I was just watching this. It's every single table. Somebody would be like sitting there having a good time. They yeah. ordered drinks and they said that it's going to be a 45 minute wait. Yeah. And 15 to 20 minutes later, their host is, the host comes up with their bill and says, are you ready for your table? And they're like, oh, well, we just ordered drinks. And they're like, yeah. oh, that's fine. You can take them with you, but you need to pay right now. And they were like, oh, can we just put it on the other bill? And she's like, no, you got to settle up in the lounge. And then they put down this like napkin that has the total written on it. No, no, that's what what they were doing. They were putting on a napkin that had their new table number written on oh. it. So that when the cocktail rate waitress comes and now finds these people gone, she knows what table they're at. Right. But so- the thing that was uh, <laughs> that was really throwing people for a loop is he'd be, they'd be like, okay, you ready for table? And they say, yeah. And she'd go, okay, I'll, I'll be right back. I'm bringing you a napkin. And they were like, a napkin? Like, what are you talking about? I mean, that was happening. Sorry, you're right. So, but what I was saying was happening where people were like, that was really fast. I yeah. ordered this stupid drink and now I got to go do something else. Yeah. And then she goes, I got to get you a napkin. 
And then what was happening is people thought it was the bill. Yeah. So I just kept walking, watching people pick up the napkin and look at her and look at the napkin <laughs> and look at her. I saw people, The okay, so the, it's supposed to be the breadcrumb to help the waitress find the table. Yeah. They were taking napkins with them. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah, the customers. <laughs> they were, were like, doing it. Yes, I have to take this weird napkin with me. Now. I saw that happen at yeah. like seven tables. I saw that happen yeah, like yeah. three or four yeah, times. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, they got the napkin. I <laughs> <laughs> find that guy. Good luck tracking them down. <laughs> it was like, this is not working, you guys. <laughs> Whatever system this is. I just love that. It's just like, it's like such a, and it's for an expensive restaurant. You know, those are like the small details that <laughs> make people like, just be like, why am I here? <laughs> yeah. What, what's up with the weird napkin system at Captain Jack's? Uh, though, so we were like, well, we can't eat here, and it's getting dangerously close to nine o'clock. So everything's going to be closed. <laughs> going to be shut down. So of course, we just stumbled into the pizza spot because uh, that's what we do. You know what I mean? That's a Nick and Muriel right there, all day, every day. Yeah, then Muriel ordered an entire bottle of wine, and Nick goes, "Whoa, <laughs> okay." Yeah, right. We were like, I was like, "Well, which one do you want?" And you were like, "A Chianti," and I just had the menu in front of me. And I had this weird panic. I was faded at this point. And I looked at the two Chiantis and, you know, they're both from Italy. They both have Italian names. And I actually wanted the other one, but I got weirdly embarrassed that I would mispronounce it. So oh, I just chose no. the one. <laughs> but it wasn't for you. It was for the waitress. Yeah. Who is not care. Italian. No. She didn't give a... She doesn't give a shit. It was just this weird thing. And like, I'm saying I got embarrassed and whatever. And I was, I was drunk, but it was also just a weird sort of like, Oh, I'm going to dodge that bullet. It wasn't like the big shame thing, yeah, you know, but it was just this weird (laughs) cloudy decision I made to order the other one. Uh. It was easier to pronounce. So it's like, I can't be out here mispronouncing Chianti's. (laughs) I I have a reputation to uphold. She's going to see my name on my card. So we got muscles. Which were so really, bad. really gross. Like really, really bad. so gross. They were just—they had cooked them literally to death. I think that they had just been like, "Okay, I'm going to make sure that these mussels have no salt." So they're very <laughs> chewy. Yeah. And then they had this super sweet tarragon butter on them. The whole thing was <laughs> such a weird experience. And then we got a little eight-inch pizza that really, for all intents and purposes. There was no crust. It was just melted cheese. Well, it was the weirdest thing because they had like a, <laughs> they had a really fancy pizza oven. It was like a Neapolitan yeah. style pizza oven. You know and what I mean? The cheese was melted over the edge of the crust. But also, it was the it was a very irregular shaped pizza. <laughs> it was. It was. It a looked real, like somebody took a weird ass blob. <laughs> Oh, weird. It's like somebody took her dough and just smashed it with their hand and then put the toppings on top. But, you know, pizza's pizza. It was bad. Yeah, it was, it was some good cheese. It definitely, uh, definitely, I think, pushed me over the edge in terms of how much I assaulted my stomach. <laughs> but we ate those. And then Nick got his favorite thing in the world. Tiramisu, baby. Straight from the freezer. It's still still frozen. frozen. Pretty stale. <laughs> <laughs> and then we finished. We were drinking that Chianti. I was like, there's no way I'm going to finish this Chianti. And then you poured the rest of it in my glass. And we sat there and we talked about baseball because I had been, we'd been talking about baseball at Captain Jack's because it was on the TV. Oh, that was really fun. And then you were really into what I was saying about like the psychology of certain things. And like if a right handed hitter hits a home run in like left center, like the implication of that versus if they hit one like, uh, you know, to the opposite field, yeah. the right, right field line or whatever. And I was just telling you, talking about that. And then at the, 
when we were drinking that Chianti, you were like, you know, Nick, I think you don't give yourself enough credit for like how interesting your ideas on baseball are. You were really, like <laughs> pumping me up. You're like, I mean, all of that is just like, it's like perfect. Like, you know, I forget what you're saying. Right? I think you were trying to tell me there's, that's a screenplay. You should write a screenplay. <laughs> I was like, about, I don't have, there's no story. I don't remember what you were saying, but you were Neither being. Neither do I. You were being really like. You were really being nice to me and just telling me how interesting and like smart and manly I was. <laughs> and I was just sitting there drinking my Chianti that I got because I could kind of pronounce it in a situation where no one gives a shit if I we were the only people in the Yeah, we were the last ones there and oh, she got a big tip. I was she like, was she's, getting a, she's getting a lot of money. Nick looked at me, he's like, I'm not even going to tell you, I'm just going to pull this out. <laughs> And then that crazy, like, kind of method guy came in. The 10 o'clock curfew guy came through because he had, like, done something for their door. Yeah. Like, the guy, well, he came out, he was, well, first of all, we're sitting right by the door, right by the window. So, right at, we're about to leave, I hear a whistle, like a kind of a, like a, why would someone be making that whistle noise right now? And I look, and there's the fucking dude from the beach. And I'm just like, and then... But as soon as like the panic of like, oh my God, he found he us. told us it's a 10 o'clock curfew. And what he meant was like, we're going to, I'm going to kill you at 10 o'clock. Uh. And then right when that happened, the the chef came out and was like, oh yeah. And they started speaking Spanish and he, they were talking about a door thing that he had, I don't know. He was like a handyman or had done yeah, something yeah. for the restaurant. He was a handyman. It was yeah. like literally completely fine but it was just a, it was just a weird just a weird moment that's like what happened to us in laguna beach too it's like when you're there for like on the second day you realize everyone is interconnected yeah. and it's like the guy is over here and yeah. you run into everyone again but being scared of that guy was not enough to stop us from going back to the beach we went back to the beach and looked at the uh, glow of the glorious industrial whatever shipping Barges, things yeah. and listened to the waves and sat in that black, tarred out, muddy ass soot sand. Kept talking about life. And then we were sitting there and we realized there were all these people that were hanging out in these um, like the lifeguards. lifeguard towers. Yeah. And then they all came out and kind of started walking towards us. And I was like, nah, this is the purge. We have to leave. <laughs> we we got to get go out of here. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I think I'm ready to go home. <laughs> and then we went back and uh, that was a very fun night. I don't remember going to sleep. I woke up at four o'clock in the morning. That's what happens when Muriel drinks alcohol nowadays is that I just will only sleep for about three hours yeah, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wake up in a panic. I just woke up. And I was like, I probably don't have my purse. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know where my phone is. And where am I? <laughs> and I'm wearing the shirt I was wearing when we were out. And I found all those things. Yeah, it was, it was you had been taken care of entirely. You had your man with you. I know. Yeah, I even washed your feet when we got home. I, you were so clean and wonderful and safe and sound. <laughs> I was talking to your ass because we were watching the Olympics on TV, <laughs> and I kept saying things, and you'd say something like, "What? This girl is fucking, <laughs> what are you talking about?" And then I realized you were just asleep. <laughs> you, just, uh, you were you were doing that thing when we're like we're hanging out and you fall asleep, but you you don't want to fall asleep and you are so sweet and you have this inclination that you falling asleep is like ruining my fun time. So you feel kind of bad for it. You're like, no, 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 I'm up. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> triangles are like that. I'm like, triangles. What are you talking about? And I remember I had made a really good point and you were like, what? And then I like remade it. Cause it was like funny. It had to do with gymnasts. I can't remember. It was just some brilliant shit in the middle of the night. And, uh, and then, 
I like reset it and then you didn't say anything. And then I said it a third time because I wanted some <laughs> validation <laughs> that my joke was good or whatever. And then you, your ass was just asleep. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. That's how it should have been. You know yeah. what I mean? All is right. So then I woke up to my wife wide awake in a great mood. You're like, you were like, uh, I was out. I was like, I there's know, no way out, I can wake up. <laughs> Not going to happen. And you were like, I'm going to go down. I want to see the sun. Like, let's let's go down to the beach. And I was like, okay. You're like, I'm going to go. Like, you were saying, I'm going to go. Is it like, I would say like, okay, I'll come with you. you but did I didn't. It. And then you just kept getting ready. And then you were nice. So nice and wonderful. It was all positivity. But you were like, I want you to come with me. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> so we, I got my ass up. I got some, got some double coffee. coffee? Double, I got two coffees. Cause I could say one was for you, but really both were for me. <laughs> and then, uh, we, we went out and looked at the, looked at the ocean one last time, took one more romantic stroll with our feet in the water, said goodbye to sunset talked had a great time came back destroyed the shower yet again <laughs> bathroom was wrecked i don't think it was set up right and, <laughs> and then uh checked out right at 11 a.m to get a note that someone had hit our car in the parking lot <laughs> and our car is not very uh cute it's got a lot of dents <laughs> yeah. and a lot of scratches so at first we didn't know what happened but this guy really just knocked our car <laughs> yeah there's a he big the scrape he, he, there was a scrape smush yeah it was a little oyster shucking action over here. i was like how did you do that we weren't even close like you would have had to really just nail it. I know. I was because it's like okay, it's a parking lot. Maybe I parked too close to the you line didn't. or something. You're no, a, not it's at a all. Compact car in a massive space made for trucks. Yeah, you were so far away from this car. So, anyways, and then that. Uh, so now I have to deal with that. Got his insurance information. He was nice, but you know now I have to like deal with that or you know whatever. Oh, Go know. forward with that. So he was like, yeah. "I'm not shady, man." Just like, yeah, I know. I mean. This whole thing sucks. I'm sorry insurance sucks. I'm sorry things cost money, and I'm really sorry. We're probably going to have to make a claim against your insurance to replace our bumper that's clearly so shitty we could barely figure out where you hit us at first. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I feel bad, but, yeah. like, you did hit it pretty fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, uh, I, know, I know, I know, I know. Well, one thing I just want to say, because yeah. I, I, I feel like we got all of our thoughts out. Mm -hmm. but the last thing, well, there's two things. One okay. is that, we did finish our restaurant tour with a place. Oh, we had breakfast. Called Woody's. Yes. And it was the best diner ever. The nicest people and the food was awesome. It was good diner food yeah. and it was cheap, yeah. super cheap and exactly perfect. And the eggs were perfect. It was like, and they have a two-for-one hamburger special on Tuesdays, which is like, this is what I'm talking about when you go to like a small town. Yeah. You know, you're just like, I don't need anything to be fancy, but I don't want to, you know, it's like you're out outside of LA. It's like, let's, let me have like a $7 breakfast sandwich. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, let me have like a cheap cup of coffee. Yeah. Like, let's just call it what it is and like be chill. Yeah. And it was so good. I was so sick that I really had a hard time. Like it was like everything felt like I was eating poison, which was very odd. My body was like, no, but I was like, I have to eat something. Uh, but it was great. And there was a man there and he was on the phone Yeah, and he was loud and he was so funny and so entertaining. 
He made, I think, three or four phone calls while he was having his but breakfast. But I think people were calling him, right? It was all over the place. Yeah. Nick went up to go to the bathroom. He got his thing and he goes, he, he's like, he's like, yeah, I saw that movie Gone Girl. Yeah. <laughs> that, that movie's crazy. A lot of twists and turns. <laughs> then he goes, then they explain to him how the ending goes. He's like, that's how it ends? What? That's crazy. <laughs> like, like he hadn't even finished Gone Girl? Yeah, like, but why it, are you talking about this? Yeah. Like, he's talking about Saw nothing. the first half of Gone Girl. Man, that movie fucking rocks. <laughs> no, I didn't finish it, but what? that's how it ends? Well, he was just like this big, gregarious dude in like a Dodgers jersey, you know? Yeah. And he was ju- he just had so much love to give. He was saying on the phone, he kept saying, anything, like... You know, you know me. You can call me day or night. You call me all day. You can text me anytime. I'll always pick up the phone. It's <laughs> like, boy, yeah, it's hilarious. And he got all these calls. Like, one of the calls he got was that I think what had happened. I listened to everything he said because I love him. Yeah. I think what he had happened was at some point he had recommended a barber to someone. And then they called him and he was like, I don't understand what you're asking me. Yeah, that's my barber. Well, he's over there in Seal Beach. Well, you know, it's 45 minutes with traffic. I go there once a month. Lots of men do that. Lots of men do that. <laughs> he's like, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. And he's like, you know, I mean, if it's not an emergency, I can always make it out there. <laughs> just like talking about this thing. But the whole beginning part of that conversation was him not understanding the question, not sure who it was. He'd be like, are you breaking up? What are you walking or something? And I kept being like, what conversation would you work this hard to get through that you wouldn't just end or hang up? Like I wasn't I sure it was if it was his a stranger. Uber driver. Yeah. I was like, is this an Uber driver? Like this guy didn't care. He just had love to give. If you call him on the phone, he'll talk to you. He talked forever and it was so funny. Oh, I loved him. The waitresses knew him. The waitress <laughs> came up and was like, Hey, Jorge, you know, blah, 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 you know, like, uh, you know, you know, she was talking about how her school's going and her family's going to go to do, did to do. And he goes, yep, I'm going to Sturgis. <laughs> she's like, what's that? He goes, oh, you know, the big motorcycle rally. And she's like, hmm, like she still doesn't know. He's like in, in, in North Dakota or yeah, South Dakota. Or yeah. And, uh, she's like, okay. He's like, yeah, it's going to be a hell of a time. She's like, okay, cool, cool. Just for anyone who doesn't know Sturgis is the big motorcycle rally that last year was responsible for like the super spreader event that like wiped out the Dakotas and that whole part of the country with COVID. Right? Yeah. Right. So yeah. he's just like, yeah, it's going to be a hell of a time. <laughs> She's like, okay, cool. How long are you going? He's like, well, the motorcycle rally is a week. So I'll be gone two weeks. <laughs> Classic, man. I was so like, this great. guy is a fucking king. I hope he's vaccinated, man. I, I really too. hope he's vaccinated because he's a, he's a treasure. He's a king, you know, and he's got so much, he, this guy, I was like, I don't know who the hell just sits there and takes calls from people, talks to people like that. It won't get irritated if you are breaking up and asking questions that he doesn't understand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I should take a page out of this guy's book, man. Yeah. I can really learn something from him. I'm not going to Sturgis with him. <laughs> he really was like, he's like, I'll drive 45 minutes out to Chico. He's like, I have a rental property out there. So I'll go out there and make a day of it, you know, check on the house, do a few things. <laughs> And like, then I think they started talking about law 
like uh, property law in California when you get divorced yes, or something. He was like, saying like, well, my my ex lives in her brother's house, but technically I own it. Like it was <laughs> just like, I mean, I know so much about him now. Yeah, right. So that was like, I was now I really feel like that was my favorite place. Yeah, that that was pretty incredible. That was a, that was the perfect way to end our little beach stay. Well, and then we got hit by a car and that sucked, but yeah, but now we're back and I had to take an hour and a half long nap and I, I can only scroll some kombucha. I can only, I really can't. I call it the yang yangs. If I feel like I just don't feel like, um, like my stomach's all bad. It's like, nah. and, uh, I have those. I, I can hold down some crackers. I've been trying to drink water. I took an <laughs> ibuprofen. I really yeah. just had the best time i know i had the best time it was so romantic and fun and it was just perfect and now we need a full day to recover from our vacation yeah well and we don't have it so i'm gonna start <laughs> working researching some murders tonight and yeah. we'll just keep I have on to edit this and like three other episodes uh, we like, okay. as long as we're not drinking that's recovering i'm never i'm and I'm i will never say drinking again i will say this was really fun because we we didn't drink for like two and a half whatever weeks and it was Great. I didn't miss drinking while I was, while we were not drinking. I didn't miss it at all. It was scary, easy to not do it. Right. And whatever, whatever. And I was looking forward to drinking, you know, these two nights and to really have fun with you and do it up. And, um, and the consequences are heavy. They're, they're real. And also eating junky is also intense now like this is an this is a we're getting older type of moment i know it's like you have to stay on top of that if you really want it to be a part of your life you got to do it every day right it's like going to the gym if you only work out once a month you're going to be sore every time you do it right so the answer is either be sore and just accept that you're going to need a day to recover so that's one option that's probably the one i'm going with the other option is to just never work out or drink i mean i think the the, third option would be just don't work out or drink too hard (laughs) i don't think it was there was a few things i i don't think i needed to order a bottle of wine at the end of the night (laughs) i don't think i needed a terrible warm vodka on my awful dry oyster (laughs) shooter (laughs) although without it i don't know how i would have gotten it out of the glass (laughs) all right well i think we did it i think also the main mission was to see if we could find a cheap little vacation spot for us and And i I think it'd be fun to go back me too i think i would really like to do it it would also be really weird to get like four or five people or maybe some couples i don't know we'd have to figure it out and rent one of those bizarro empty mansions that are literally right on the beach yeah and i think like you can and i think that the price is gonna be good if you have enough people and i and i really liked it i thought it was super fun (laughs) i like my little garbage beach (laughs) we walked the garbage beach is on top of it there was this one house and it had uh, like the campfire and these yurts and like yeah. all this comfortable stuff set up. And I was like, man, this place is like empty. I can't believe like no one's using it. And then I just looked in the window of the house and it was like a the kitchen just had like a big bar and they just had like 90 bottles of liquor open. I was like, oh, these motherfuckers are asleep. They were, they were partying. <laughs> They've been using it. Those yurts and I took a little better, uh, closer look at the yurts and the, all the pillows were all messed up. Yeah, yeah. You were, they, <laughs> yeah. Were, they were, they were, they had been partying yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's sure. gonna be us, baby. All right, California life. Thank you for my time. I love you. <laughs> Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening. Uh, you know, you guys are rocking with us. 
And it means the world. It feels like a little bit of a miracle. I don't know. Every listener we get, I just want you guys to know, you feel like a treasure chest to yeah. us. It's like we found a treasure chest. You found us and you are a treasure chest to us. And all we want to do is rip you open and then take out all the good parts. <laughs> <laughs> what a weirdo. I don't know, dude. Write us reviews on Apple Podcasts. It helps us. It really does. So if you're enjoying this podcast, just go ahead and throw something on there. Give us an inside joke. Just keep on cruising with us. We're on Instagram. We Instagram as if we are people who are maybe uh, not that great at it, but we do a good job. There's lots of fun stuff. And Nick does a lot of stories. And I don't know. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't been doing very many stories, but if we get 500 followers today, then I'll start doing tons more stories, All you know, right. got doing incentives or whatever. Thank you, Ryan and Ryan at Campfire Media. We appreciate you. You guys are wonderful. And by you guys, I mean Ryan and Ryan at Campfire, but also our listeners. You guys just rock our world. All right. Bless you and have a beachy day. Okay. Bye. Hey, Oscar, Rachel, do you like Disney movies? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen all of them? Yeah, we saw all the Disney animated movies. And we saw all the Pixar animated movies, too. How about the DCOMs? What? <gasps> the Disney Channel original movies. You should listen to our podcast, Inside the Disney Vault, because we are watching all of them in chronological order. Yeah, and we do fun segments, like we cast each other. That's right. And my favorite segment, Zaddy Watch, where we rank every single DCOM daddy. Ooh, you can listen to all this fun stuff on our podcast, Inside the Disney Vault on Campfire Media, wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, guys, let's get back in the vault. It's cold out here. Campfire.